Hello everybody, Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower, and I wanted to bring you another, uh, another podcast, and that's from Marketing Motivations. And today, um, have a cute little story for you. I don't know if it's cute, but it's a, it's a good little story, and I think you'll be happy to hear. Or at least, I'm pretty confident you are. Okay, kindness. I mentioned this in my video today. Kindness is a language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. And that was quoted by Mark Twain. But it's true, you know, and you, you, can, you can see kindness as much as you can hear it, as well as feel it, and whatever else there is. But kindness is a, is a big, big uh, form of gratitude. Earl... Nightingale stated, whenever we're afraid, it's because we don't know enough. If we understood more, we'd be less afraid. And I can see where he's coming from. You know, fear is not, you know, just, you know, falling down and shaking. You know, fear can be mild trepidation, right? So generally, whenever we're afraid, it's because we don't know enough about the haunted house we're about to go in or whatever, whatever it might be, trying to make uh, some prospecting calls, or whatever it could be. You know, if we understood more, absolutely, we would be less afraid. So what is that telling us? To, to learn. To gain more knowledge, not not just to not just to study. And I I wrapped up my video with four things to help you unwind. And the first was enjoy some comfort food, but in moderation. And basically what I said was, you know, if I were to have some comfort food, it would be like a frozen treat specifically an ice cream sandwich or a Snickers bar type thing, the frozen ice cream Snickers bar. But it's not just one. I'd have like six of them. You know what I mean? And that's the problem. I, 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 I go bananas and I overindulge because I'm a fanatic. But to help you unwind, you know, eat some comfort food. And secondly... Listen to some soothing music. You know, that may be, you know, metal. Um, you know, heavy metal t to some of you. Uh, could also be rap music. Um, could be disco. Could be jazz. Uh, it could be, you know, Christopher Cross. You know, <laughs> he's pretty good sailing away. You know, so... Understand that. And the objective here, folks, 
is to unwind, is to get your body and your mind relaxed. We're not looking to solve problems or figure out, figuring out how to pay the bills. We're getting ourselves to unwind. And, you know, number two, listening to music can be done in the car on the way home from, from work. Number three, take a shower, hot or cool, your preference. I prefer, I prefer as I'm sure most people do, a, a hot shower. But a cool shower is also um, attainable. And that really does a physical job on you, is helping you unwind, if you allow yourself to. If you continually to have the self-talk and the auto-suggestions of goodness and greatness and being grateful, uh, that will have a lot to do with it. And then the fourth one is, you know, wear your comfort clothes. You know, your prom dress or your evening gown, a tuxedo, you know, a suit. <laughs> um, most people prefer pajamas. But whatever works for you. And these four things can, do, can be done in a, sequ a sequential uh, time frame, you know, in, in formats. Uh, because believe me, once you're unwound and you're then relaxed and alert, you become focused, you'll then be able to handle what's ahead of you. But a lot of us want to jump into the shower and be like, oh, yeah, I feel great, and then immediately go and start mentally going bananas. And that's not, the, uh, that's not the way to go at things, guys. It just is not. Um, I got to be candid with you. Unwinding uh, is a process that can take hours. You know, even if you have to prepare dinner and, and do everything else, wash the dishes, whatever have you, you can incorporate that unwinding into it. It's a little bit more difficult, just like it's a form of prayer, a little bit more difficult, but um, it, it's all part of the process. You know, you can certainly offer up preparing and cooking a meal and doing the dishes uh, as prayer, for sure. Darren Hardy today, titled, How to Become Blessed. And he says, the truth behind every amazing success story. And essentially, it was, I forget who quoted it, but success is not a gift it's a grit and a grind. You know, it's not something that just comes natural, say, whether it's an athlete or a professional um, accountant, whatever have you, entrepreneur. It's, it's, it's not a gift. It's, it's a grind. But it's a healthy, good grind unless you make it otherwise. And he spoke about an inspirational story about Bill Bradley. And Bill Bradley uh, was a um, 
a great scholar and a great basketball player. And he actually passed up um, options to go to uh, Division I schools on scholarship, but he instead took a a trip across the country. No, he didn't. He was it was it was in his state. I think he was from New Jersey. Went to Princeton and became uh, a very solid student and a very talented basketball player at Princeton. And they didn't give out scholarships. I don't think they still do. They may athletic scholarships anyhow. So he paved his way to the NBA through that. And a lot of people threw the tag on him that he was gifted. Even when he was elected state senator, uh, congressman, I think. he was No, he was a uh, U.S. congressman. I think he was a senator. Uh, but that didn't come easy, although it seems that it did. But his basketball regimen was ridiculous. You know what I mean? He'd practice three, four hours a day, and do three, four hours a day of of homework. And on the weekends, you know, doubled, tripled it up. You know, it was pure dedication and commitment and consistency. Even when he went on a a transatlantic uh, cruise to Europe, he found a way to practice his dribbling on the boat, on the, uh, on the bow and stern. Or no, it was on the, it was on the, the port and starboard sides of the boat, I guess. There was narrow walkways, but he managed to get it done. You know, and that's just a, a piece of the puzzle there. You know, it doesn't tell the whole story of Bill Bradley, but... That's how you become basically blessed, you know. You can pray for a garden, but not much is going to happen. You have to cultivate it, and that's the key. So, moving right along, I heard a joke that Darren basically says on Fridays. This one was kind of cute, and the the school teacher was trying to get the children to use fascinate in a sentence. So she called on um, Mary, and Mary said, she was so heavy that she could only fasten eight buttons on her sweater. <laughs> and I thought that was cute. I really do. Um, you know, she could only fasten eight. Moving right along, um, coming up to our story that I mentioned about, 
thinking out of the box is is critical. It's in so important, um, especially in different situations. There was an old um, town that had a business owner that was in debt to a loan shark. And I don't know the amount, it wasn't disclosed. But legend has it that the loan shark said, listen, you have a beautiful daughter. I will waive your debt to me if you give me her hand in marriage. And he was not about it at all. He flat out said no. So then he said, well, you know what? I will forgive your debt if you pick out a stone. And I'm going to put two stones in the bag. So your debt will be forgiven. However, one will be red and one will be white. If you pick out the red stone, your debt's forgiven, but I will be able to marry your daughter. If you pick out the white one, your debt is forgiven and there's no marriage to your daughter. Uh, and he contemplated that with his daughter. And his daughter said, okay. So she saw the land shark going over to the uh, stones on the ground and he picked up two red stones. And she was fit to be tied because she had to pick out a stone to determine her fate. And right now her fate is determined. So she thought about things. She could refuse to pick a pebble out of the bag, just blatantly refuse to do it. The second option she was thinking is she could take out both pebbles in the bag and expose the land shark. Well, the third thing she could do is pick a pebble and face the music and marry the loan shark. So, she picked out a stone out of the bag and dropped it into the other stones on the ground. And she's like, oh, silly me. I'm so clumsy. What to do now? She's like, I know. Just pick out the other stone in the bag. And obviously I had the opposite color. So the loan shark, not wanting to expose himself, agreed and had to forgive the debt 
and not marry the business owner's daughter. But that was quick thinking on the part of the old man's daughter. And I mentioned the stones were red and red and white. I think they were black and white, just to stay on board with the legend. But I thought that was a pretty good story, you know, and it, and it goes to show you that resilience, um, hard work, and fortitude has nothing to do with it. You know, it, it's a bit of quick thinking and uh, of, of, of really deciphering what options she had. And the last piece of information that I have is when you don't receive a miracle that you would want, and I know we all pray and wish and hope for certain things with not much reverence, so to speak, but miracles do happen. But when you don't receive your miracle, you can always be a miracle for someone else. Absolutely, unequivocally. And try to be that miracle for someone every day. You know, I'm not saying going out of your way and jumping over uh, garbage cans to, to, to do something nice for someone. You know, you know have it come across as a, a genuine, nice act. You know, and example, I think this week I was going to the gym and I was walking in with a woman and I said, well, don't touch that door. I'll get it for you. And I opened the door for her into the vestibule. And I said, don't move. I said, I'll get the other one for you as well. She's like, oh my. I said, oh, you got a double whammy today. You got a grand entrance. You know, things like that. Little, little insignificant um, acts of kindness and generosity that go a long, long way. That's, that's what life's about. Little things like that. So, um, hopefully you can get something out of this today. In the meantime, I wish you a wonderful weekend. I would hope that you don't hurt anybody, including yourself. And in the meantime, be well, stay, stay well, and I plan on talking to you on Monday, Lord willing. So long.